Welcome to What Do You Bring to the Table? This is your girl, Sylvia. She, her, and hers. What up? It's Tori. She, her, and hers. And it's a new day. Ooh, it's a new uh, day. I can see clearly now yeah. the, rain the rain is gone. Is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Oh, my gosh. Oh, for real. Yes. For real. I'm now, like, hallelujah. Oh, OMG. Please, can I get a yes. witness? Yes. Um, yes. yes. Now, I, now we have to wait to get that. The shenanigans. Out. The shenanigans have begun. The shenanigans will continue. Um, oh. And I'm not even paying attention to him. I, I'm not even. Like, I'm, I'm not. Like, I'm like. I'm so. I am so done mm-hmm. with your the rhetoric, the mm-hmm. attitude. Mm-hmm. And then you Stephen Melania out there with her little Twitter feed talking no. about every vote counts. And I'm like, girl, whatever happened to your be best? Yeah, whatever right. Whatever happened to that? Exactly. Little grifter. Exactly. Ugh. Yeah, I'm Get not. I'm not even. Words. I'm not even reading it. I mean, I'll catch a little bit here and there just to see what's the current tea, you know, tea in it all. Um, but I'm not, I'm not giving it my energy because we got to save our energy for work, right? Like, yes, Biden was elected and we know there's still a lot of work to do. It doesn't fix all the, uh, shit that fucking Trump did in these three, four years. Um, and it doesn't fix institutional racism. It doesn't fix um disproportionate overrepresentation it doesn't fix mass incarceration it doesn't fix immigration but for me what i was talking to a friend was like for me what it does is have this sense of feeling that we can move to reform and fix and change with with, somebody that is serious with with someone yeah the one that understands how to govern and two like it's clear what it is clear what Trump's agenda was. It was not to deal with mass incarceration. It was not no. to deal with um, immigration in a um, sensible manner. It was yeah. a punitive way of dealing with immigration. It was not to um, raise the minimum wage. It was not to provide health care for all. Like, none of his agenda was anywhere near in an inclusive agenda. And so mm-hmm. for the first time, it's like, okay, huh. I mean, it sounds weird, but the, the, the first time I felt hope for the future. Like, yeah. I, I was like, if this fool gets reelected, like, ha- hands made, Handmaid's Tale, man. <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Well, and thank God that we could reserve that 
for maybe perhaps 2024. <laughs> you know, we'll put that in our purse. Right, we gotta, we, right we're going to be back around. Yes. For these next four years, we don't have to worry about it. Right. But we do have to be, like you said, we can't be sleeping at the wheel. We have to continue to hold. I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat. We're still going to need to hold you accountable. Yeah. You are there as a public servant. Mm -hmm. You aren't there for any other purpose. Mm -hmm. You aren't there to make your millions. You mm -hmm. aren't there to do your, um, you know, your insider tradings. And we've seen a lot of that. And that's the piece that people are getting frustrated mm -hmm. with. As these politicians get richer and we don't see our incomes going up at the same rate, something is wrong. Yep. And, you know, we have the example of Mitch McConnell. Yep. Something is wrong. Hey, yep. Lindsey Graham's been uh, um, much in the spotlight. Have you been hearing about that? Mm -mm. The one thing uh, I heard was the 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 buffoon uh, supporting the orange buffoon saying, uh, you know. Yeah, no, there's lots of stuff starting to come out about his personal life. Oh, that he's gay? Yeah, that he's gay. And, and they're like, you know, nobody's come out to say, oh, yeah, I've slept with them. But what they are coming out and say, here you have this dude that's never been married, mm -hmm. currently living with a male, quote unquote, roommate. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Now, whether that's oh. true or not, I don't know. And whether you are, whether right. he is or not. That ain't the issue. I don't know. I don't care. That it don't matter. Yeah. But guess what? You've, you've, you've done things to yourself. harm the gay community. You have attached, and you've attached yourself. yourself to this yes. image. Yes. You know, that you did not support LGBTQ, mm -hmm. that you are against gay marriage, mm -hmm. that you are, you know, you are pro Christian mm -hmm. and yet potentially leading a secret double life. Right. Which you can't feel good about. And I thought that's what I like about Pete Baduda Jegs. <laughs> you know, whatever his last name Put it is. Edge. Sorry, Put Pete. it edge, edge. You know what he said? And this is the perfect, to me, was a perfect answer for a male that is gay and any anybody that's part of that community where they were saying, well, what do you tell these uh, people that say that what you're doing is a sin and, you know, do, do, do. He looked straight at the camera and he said, you know, there are a lot of things that uh, I ask forgiveness for. How I spoke to my partner, at, you know, in a tone that wasn't respectful. How I, you know, may have been, you know, not attentive enough to my partner. You know, all of those things he's basically saying is sin. He goes, but how am I going to? How my how do I apologize to God about somebody that I love? Ooh. I said Pete right there. Boom. 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 Mike is dropped at that point. Yeah. Because I'm like, that is the perfect example. Like, how do you if I if I love somebody, how do I apologize for that? But I can apologize for sure for the behaviors of, you know, of the things that we say, whether I'm quick tempered, whether I'm rude. To some... So just because I'm married to, you know, somebody of the opposite sex, you know, doesn't mean that I'm still absolved of all these awful things that I can do to them. Right. Exactly. You know, but how am I going to be apologizing to say I'm sorry that I loved this person? Yeah. I'm not going to apologize like that... for existing. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and for loving somebody. Yeah. I, I mean. I just said, Pete, you're on Pete, fire. Pete, Pete to me is like on fire. Pete trying to win your vote. But I'm like, <laughs> but here you got Lindsey Graham. He's already you, dude. It would have been 
I'm pretty sure he probably can't stand Pete because Pete is living his true oh yeah self. I mean that's happy. That's yeah. That's out there. That's, he is as smart as a whip. Yeah, that internalized hatred. Right? I mean, internalized hatred uh, yeah. happens with, with the LGBTQ community just as much as happens with people of color. Right? Yeah, exactly. So, when you're um, hidden in that closet and you can't stand somebody yeah. being out there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I hadn't heard so, about that. I'll have to check yeah. that out. It was it was very... I mean, there's I mean, been rumors about him for a while, So, but I hadn't heard yeah. that there's been rumblings of people. I mean, eventually someone, he's, someone is going to come out and not, say... Oh, yeah. No, I'm like, dude, you're in your uh, close to, how old is he? Like 60? Oh, he's like 60 or 70, isn't he? you with a male roommate? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. You, you're not in your 20s and scraping by. Eating you don't, you don't need the money. Yeah. You don't no. need the money. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. And I don't know many men in their, you know, in that age, if you're hetero, right? That you'd want a roommate around right. when you bring it's not your ladies com- over. It's not common. It's not a no. common thing to see that. No. Um, no. Yeah. No. And and again, it's like just come out, come out, come Might out, come out. Might as well come out. But he can't now. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He can't. Ugh. So good lord. Yes. Um, I was wondering if I had any updates. Let me um. I can't remember if I Well, I got Do you one here. Updates? You got any? Oh, yeah, what you where got? Dr. Fauci here is saying uh COVID won't be a pandemic for a lot longer thanks to vaccines. This is coming from you uh think that's true though. Dr. Fauci. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. <laughs> he's he's saying he believes vaccines are are going to turn that around. However, again, as with anything that man ever tries to correct, there's always another imbalance. This this might not be the one that takes us out, right? But it's one mutation away from taking us out. Yeah, I mean, this medicine's gonna change right. that. And and um, I saw something though about that gave me like, because something that um, I think f- the. The CEO or somebody of Pfizer, like, sold off a bunch of stocks after. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and there's, yeah. I mean, I think that anytime with a vaccine or anytime with any medicine, right, uh-huh. any, any medicine that comes to market, there's the clinical trials. And then, you know, they hope that it, it's going to do what they say it's going to do on a mass scale. But uh-huh. that's not always the case, right? Like, that's how you get. That's how you get recalls. That's how you get black box warnings. You know, like yeah. you know, I think of like, uh, and and this was all done rush too. Like this has yeah. been on the fast track to uh, FDA approval. So I'm not saying that they're missing, you know, intentionally missing anything. But given it is yeah. a fast tracked process, um, it 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 yeah, you it'll it could come to market and it could work for some people. And then other people might have some adverse effects and it might not right. work. So um, it's going to well, be an interesting thing, to see it start anyway. Right. At that and point. he's saying, Dr. Fauci says, I doubt we're going to eradicate this. I think we need a plan that this is something we may need to maintain control over chronically. It may be something that becomes endemic that we have to just be careful about. Yeah. Uh, and everybody 
we need to blame uh, Trump Mm -hmm. because this could have been stomped out um, had he done and followed Fauci's. We could have we certainly could have gotten a bigger and quicker jump on it. Oh, yeah. Like, would we still be, you know, in the restriction states that we are? Possibly. But the simple fact that one, he didn't react soon enough Two, nope, he didn't he didn't impose any federal standards like mask wearing social Uh, distancing. Other than it's a hoax. Right. Yeah. So everything he did worked against the ability to slow and control. And that's why we have now our second wave. That's why and, we have like, what, and you know, potentially to have eradicated it. Yeah. Look at what happened in New Zealand. We know that they did. Oh yeah. Cause they did a full shutdown both ways. So that's right. Yeah. So we could have done the same thing, but no, the yeah. idiot in charge was okay with our lives being, you know, in risk and in danger. Well, yeah, because the, the, that, meant that the billionaires still made money i mean amazon it did not lose any money due to this pandemic in fact they made even more money because people were staying at home people were ordering online people were doing right so the his argument has always been the economy over people capitalism over people because we live in a country that does not offer any kind of universal assistance i mean yeah there was a, a stimulus check right. how many people still got their stimulus checks money probably none zero you know so mm-hmm. you have countries like new zealand and other countries uh, in europe that were that were providing supplemental income for people to be able to stay home but right. they, they which it probably would have been cheaper like to have Shut us down for two weeks. That fourteen day right and, and supplement people and give a yes. supplementation to everyone that, for that. That would have been weeks. way cheaper than what we're going yeah. through now. Because now you dragging, have dragging this out. Right now you have overtaxed medical systems. You have you know all the things. It's just continuing, continuing, continuing. Yeah, yeah. Like so, the restaurants can't open up full. Yeah, fully. People are boarding up. You have people still losing their jobs. Kids still out of school. You know, and then you still have somebody talking about, uh, you know, because, again, they're talking about the pause, like we're on pause. Yeah. You know, to yeah. me, it's like, let's just quit calling pause. Let's just say we're going back to phase one. Right. Yeah. Just, you know, just, to me, it's just like we're going back to phase one. Exactly. People. Yeah. You cannot take this, you know, don't as a go joke. out to eat. Don't go do all the things that yes. you want to do. Sorry, it's at Thanksgiving time. Get over it. Yep. Like, yep. I, I mean, want to have more Thanksgivings with families yeah. than just this one. And then goodness yeah. knows who you're going to be missing at the table exactly. next year. Exactly. You know, so. Uh, just, so we'll see. We'll see. These fools. We'll see. Um, All right. Uh, that was my only uh, what's update with well, Fauci. I got um, it's not even it's not necessarily a what's update, but it's related um to uh our podcast one of our podcast guests that we had on a couple times ago um so this article came out um from the ap and it says census takers said they were told to enter false information i saw that and i thought about ashley 
I don't. I, did too. I don't know and if I'm she like, was ever told uh, to do false information, paid. but right. she I'm, did I'm talk about the. She talked about the 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 sense of urgency that they made, the misinformation that they got, and and yeah. But she never said. But she was always very clear. Mm-hmm. They never told me to put stuff in there. Right. Well, you know, these two census takers told the Associate Press their supervisor pressured them to enter false information into a computer system about homes that they had not visited. So they would so they could close cases during the waning days of the one once a decade national headcount. Maria Arce, her supervisor um, in Massachusetts, offered step by step instructions on how to trick the system. She said she felt guilty about lying, but she didn't want to disobey her supervisor, who kept repeating that they were under pressure from the regional office in New York to close cases. It was all a sham. I felt terrible, terrible. I knew I was lying. I knew I was doing something wrong, but they said, no, no, we're all, we are closing. We have to do this. At the time, and in, now Ashley did say that part. A lot of like, pressure. Hey, yep. you better get. Like, what'd she say? Like, you had three times, three, three times to go and and yep. see, and then otherwise you would. What did she say? The, the she did say that you could, you could, not not that you could estimate. There was oh yeah, that you could yeah yeah you, you just estimate a number yeah based on like the last or something like that or what was on the um. The apartment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at the, at the time in mid, no, mid to late November, census workers were drawing close to a deadline imposed by Donald Trump's administration to finish the count by the end of the month. Indiana census taker Palm Ro- Pam Roberts, supervisor, pressured her to make up answers about households where no one was home. Roberts agreed to do it for only one day, making up information on two dozen households before refusing to continue continue the next day because she believed it was wrong. She said she entered made-up answers while in her car outside of the homes since the mobile device used for the data entry could track where a person was when making an entry. That's not what... That's not what this is about. If it's not truthful, how can we use it? Roberts, who lives in Lafayette, Indiana, said. Asked about the workers' statements to the AP, the Census Bureau said it was looking into the allegations, but the agency did not provide any further details. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I mean, you know, I believe it. Because, so you know, I. Um, like Ashley said, they were getting pressure to get to get cases done to like count 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 but because of because of the Trump. yeah because of the bullshit yeah yes because of that so you know and you know like she said they were told hey if you can't get it then you got to put a number there so right. kind of guesstimate yeah so you said three people lived in the house when 20 actually lived there right then three people are living in yeah. the house. Like, cause they were going based on like leasing. Um, so whatever. Yeah. yeah. So if you go to the manager and they say, yeah, there's, you know, 20 apartments in this complex and this apartment has, uh, four people on the lease. This one has two, this has three, da, 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 da. Yeah. Didn't matter if there were other people living in there. That right. was it. You're making yeah. your best guesstimation. Yeah. You know? So I'm sure that, I'm sure that it, I, I believe it happened. I, I believe it yeah. happened. Yeah. Well, what else you got? What you got? What you got? News. News. Oh, new. Not it. news. New. Oh, new? New. What you got like, new? What's update new? No, or I mean, new, new you got another article. update? No, I don't got another update. Oh, all right. Well, what you got for articles? What you got today? 
This one's uh this one's gonna <laughs> make you go nuts. Oh no. Yeah. So here we go. This is in Arkansas. Oh Jesus. When, uh, this comes from PBSO Newshour. When missing rent leads to jail time. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. It was bad enough when Jasmine Allen lost her waitressing job in March at Hot Springs, Arkansas. Barbecue restaurant during a statewide closure meant to curb the pandemic. Then after she fell behind on her rent came the shock that only happens to tenants in Arkansas. In May, her landlord filed a criminal complaint for failing to pay and failing to vacate the property. No. When Al- yes. When Allen 29 didn't appear in court as required on the morning of July 9th, a warrant was issued for her. Four days later, an officer handcuffed her and booked her into a cell at the local sheriff's office where she remained for six hours until her mother posted bail. Come on. Arkansas is the only state in the country that allows landlords to file criminal rather than civil charges against tenants after they fall behind on rent. Based on law dating back to 1901, if tenants rent is even a day overdue, they forfeit their right to be in the property. What? Then if they don't leave their homes within 10 days of getting a notice from their landlords, they can be charged with a misdemeanor. What? I hate that law. It's unconstitutional, said Josh Drake, a deputy prosecutor in the county where Allen was charged. The statute, he thinks, makes poverty a crime and violates the Eighth Amendment prohibiting cruel and unusual punishment. Nevertheless, Drake feels he must continue prosecuting these charges as long as the law remains on the books. He has represented the state in more than a dozen failure to vacate cases in the past few years. No, you don't. See, that's that's where you need jury nullification. That's that's (laughs) the case. These are the cases you need jury nullification because, and if you don't know what that means, that that there's a it's a very specific law, and and I am not going to get it 100 correct, but in essence, it, it says. Is that if a jury feels like the believes that the 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 crime is not worthy of that punishment or to or, or to be illegal, like there's no there's not a, a a huge harm involved, so the jury can yeah. just say we're not gonna we're not we're we're not gonna convict on anything. Yeah. Um I can look up more, but this would be one of those cases. Like, how are you go- and prosecutor bullshit? You can't you could you could say, oh, yeah, I'm not going to we're not going to do the, we're not going to prosecute those in this office. We're anymore. not going to file. You can file. You can you, know, you can file. Uh, yeah, you can file a police report, but we're not going to yeah. just like here in Portland, the the in the D.A. decided he was not going to prosecute certain things in in the protests. Yeah. Right. right. They have that right. That discretion to say, yeah, we're not going to clog up court time with right. things like, Especially like this. Especially if you say it's unconstitutional. Yeah. You yeah. know, so for you to say, but I still got to do it. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's you don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. Because yeah. if that were the case, I bet there's a lot of bu- uh, laws still on the books, especially yeah. in Arkansas. 
in tiny little towns and tiny little hamlets (laughs) that um, would, you know, I'm sure there's sundown laws still on people's books in Arkansas. You going to start prosecuting for those too? Ugh, disgusting. So, but in Arkansas, the consequences can be more dire. Near the state's western border in uh, Mina, Jocelyn Mainly, 66, feared jail so much that she went to court for her failure to vacate hearing in August, despite having a fever and presumptive positive coronavirus diagnosis. She had fallen behind on her monthly mobile home dues in June. Now, this is mobile home dues. So, like her space rental. Her space yeah. rental. Yeah. Evictions in the state can snowball from charges to warrants to arrest to jail time. The evicted who research shows are disproportionately what? People of color. Female, black, and low income Jesus. are then saddled with a permanent criminal record. God. Making it harder Jim to Crow. find a new place to live or a job this is jim crow people this is what yep. we're talking about when we talk about jim crow yeah yeah the new jim fucking crow so now you have somebody who lost their job because of rona yep, yep. behind in their payment lose their, their rent, housing which lots of people are right and now a criminal because now they have they're going through criminal right. proceedings so now, how are they going to find other housing? How are they going to find their job? Yeah. Ugh, fucking hell. I, see, this is one of those things. That's a systemic racism. That people need to, like, this is one of those stories that people need to know more about because there needs to be, like, some people stepping in and going, no, no, we're not ACL. Where you at, ACL? Right. You, We're not doing right. this. Right. That's they said even a national moratorium on evictions didn't stop the practice since the September 4th order issued by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. At least 24 new cases have been filed. Arkansas's eviction statute has faced a number of challenges over its lifetime from courts and lawmakers. The top prosecutors of Paluska County home in Little Rock flatly refuses to enforce it. See, so you have somebody that's refusing to enforce it as do a handful of other prosecutors offices. So maybe that DDA didn't want to, but maybe the DA is saying we're pursuing these charges. Yeah. And and my question is what is accomplished? What good is accomplished by the prosecution of this so-called crime? Who well, is who say. is protected? Who is protected? Please tell me they who's say, protected. Um, they say, yet the law has survived in part because many people, including landlords and elected officials, erroneously believe that no one charged under its ends that no one charged under it ends up arrested or in jail. They do, and not they they do. And not just for missing court dates related to eviction charges. Since 2018, there have been 45 arrests exclusively for failing to pay rent and not leaving, according to the state's criminal database. Here, no, here's the here's the rewrite of that sentence. Nobody they believe nobody that they believe matters goes right. to jail for this offense. Yeah. Nobody yeah. but they, no life that they believe matters goes to jail. 
And here they said Arkansas landlords have fought hard to keep the option of using the criminal justice system for evictions with consistent support from the state legislature. It helps that many state legislatures are themselves landlords. Oh, and there it is. <laughs> yeah. Cha-ching, cha-ching, in my Again, pocket, ching, ching. racism. Yeah. This is exactly how systemic racism uh, is in they, They're the plantation laws. owners. They're the plantation <laughs> owners. That's right. This is yeah. this is plantation sharecropper shit all over again. Yeah. All over. Oh, all over. And could you something. imagine a landlord saying, well, honey, uh, since you can't pay your rent, uh, you being a single mom with kids, you lose your job and your landlord's coming out and saying, Hey, I got a different way for you to pay. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be un- unbuttoning them buttons. <laughs> I think I would, I would try to get on the pole first, but I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. people got what, to survive. People got to survive. And sometimes <laughs> you got to do shit that you mo- think that you wouldn't normally do. And, for your kids. For your kids, for for whatever. Would you do it? Would you do it? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. And Would I say, do sex let's work? Let's say the dude looked like Donald Trump. <laughs> hey, Tori, you got to pay your rent. <laughs> Little tiny hands and shit. Uh, I need to see the China. China. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'd be like, kids, pack Bigly. your crap in 10 minutes. We are out of here. I'd be, Sylvia, <laughs> make room. We're coming over. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, we all joking aside, this is exactly what new Jim Crow law is, is that yeah. you, you go and you prosecute something that um, doesn't need to be prosecuted, that that there isn't a harm. Like, and I mean, when I say harm, there isn't a physical harm to anyone. None of these landlords are, are, are physical harm. Now, I understand a, 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 a need to deal with a certain type of people who may be doing like, you know what, even squatting, I don't care. Like, I don't, actually, I don't care. I feel like housing is a right, a human right. And I feel like even a, even a squat or even someone that is just like, you know, like non-COVID times refusing to yeah. leave or whatever. Like, I feel like even that, I don't feel like needs to be prosecuted criminally. I, I mean, you can no, civilly my, and do all those things, thing here, but right, I just don't feel thing, like housing needs to be a criminal, uh, criminalized at all. No, uh, because people have to fill out applications. They have to turn in a fee to run credit. You know, there are things that landlords do in order to make a decision whether you quote unquote qualify for that place yeah so to me it's like "Mm, yeah this is not a criminal thing they're not they haven't they haven't stolen anything from you you know because you're still gonna if you go the civil route you're still going to be able to you're still going to be awarded yep exactly yeah yeah but when you go criminal what is what yeah there's no that's what i'm saying is like there's there's no harm public safety issue here then there's not so now you're going to you're you're putting them with people that are community safety mm-hmm. risks who've committed murders yeah. who've you know stealing robbing and you're putting 
you know, right. people that don't have a history of criminal behavior with folks that do. So I mean, yeah, you're criminalizing, you're criminalizing poverty, you're criminalizing um, yeah. inequality. And, and like I said earlier, nobody that nobody goes to jail that they think matters. You know, right. and their opinion is that, oh, it's not, it's rarely enforced. If it's enforced at all and nobody ever gets arrested, that's bullshit. And yeah. it's just that the people that you don't give a shit about are getting arrested. Therefore, it's, right. you know, no human involved. The ones that don't look like your mothers, your mm-hmm. daughters. Exactly. They're the ones getting arrested. Right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking Arkansas. Yep. Fucking yep, Arkansas. Yep, yep. Um... All right. Well, I have a bit of a, uh, it's a story, um, but I, like I said, it's a video and it's, it's my story in video form because I, I mean, there's not, I, I I agree with all of it. So there's not much I'm going to, that we're going to, you know, maybe disagree upon, but um, Mm -hmm. it's just a powerful, I mean, to me, it was just a powerful video. And I think that, I think it should be watched and heard and, I'm stalling because I had it and now I can't figure out what I did with it. <laughs> so um, give me a second here and I will find it a different way. Um, do, 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 do. Well, why don't we take a break? Um, all right. And yeah, then, let's take a break. And I just found it. Right you when you it. Said that. I found it when you said that, of course. Oh, oh okay. Um, Okay, this is a this is a video that um, I believe it's a preacher or a pastor or some sort of person that stands up on a pulpit because the the thing has a cross on it. So I, I'm assuming he's has hold some sort of religious title, um, or he could just be someone that went and spoke the, at this church. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't. I don't know if the I don't know if the it's oh it's at Cascade United Methodist Church. I don't know what state. Um, but this, this man speaks the truth. So I feel like it should be heard and listened to. And what um, he speaks, he's, the he's truth? speaking the truth and Lord, you heard it here. <laughs> oh, what are you well, you'll know why about? you'll know why I think why I'm saying he's speaking the truth. So Dang. Uh, I, he don't care. The Lord don't <laughs> care. You just admitted it. He's speaking the truth. Um, all right. So here you go. Listen to this. Okay. Jesus president for caring about ethnic communities and marginalized populations do your homework well some of y'all didn't do your homework they didn't do their homework so let me tell you just a little bit of research not just him personally but also some of his policies perhaps before they went and sat at this table they should have done their homework because if they had done their homework they would have known that President Trump has ramped up mass incarceration by instructing Attorney General Jeff Sessions to revitalize the war on drugs hold on, they hold have on, known hold on. Oh, yeah okay. put it on pause okay so is he talking the 87 the Sorry, hold on. federal judge ice cube he's what uh, is he talking directly to ice cube i don't know who he's like, talking i mean he- it sounds like he's talking I mean, he's talking, like to, he's talking people to people in the community. who think that Trump represents the black community. Right, which is, well, and I don't think Ice Cube, when I say Ice Cube, because Ice Cube was like, oh, yeah, you know, he he, he was willing to sit down with us. I mean, and he doesn't have, call Ice Cube up by name. He he just is literally right, talking to... I'm getting the flavor of... I, 
I think that could be maybe one of the people he needs to, yeah, I mean. You should have done your homework. Right. Yes, okay. So it it wasn't, uh, yes, I believe that the Ice Cube could take a listen to this as well. And anybody else who's a person of color who supports supports Trump. Like, yeah, so... um, all right, we will continue. Well, we already know. We already know. Uh, Fifty Cent knows that he don't like black people, but he don't care. So. Right. Yeah. So I think he's talking globally to black people and people of color yeah. who support him, who support Trump. Yeah. Just eighty-five have been white, and just one has been black, and one has been Hispanic. They would have known that President Trump supported the Department of Justice engaging in unlawful voter purges, making it difficult for blacks to go and vote. They would have known that Trump is ending protection for predatory lenders, which disproportionately harm black people. They would have known that he is ignoring the affordable housing crisis by ordering HUD to triple the rents of poor tenants in public housing, which mostly affect black people. Do your homework. They would have known that he is proposing cutting $200 billion over the next 10 years from supplemental nutrition assistance programs that will bring more hunger in black and brown communities. They would have known that Trump is worsening the health of black communities through environmental deregulation, which disproportionately harms black people through exposure to pollution. Now, that's just a few on the policy side, but you don't have to go too far wait, to wait, ask wait. what about him personally would make me know that he is not pro-black. I'm glad you asked, because in 1970, Trump's real estate company tried to avoid renting apartments to black tenants and gave preferential treatment to white tenants. He began his 2016 presidential campaign with a speech disparaging Mexican immigrants as criminals and rapist, y'all remember that? In 2016, he said of people of color, you are living in poverty, your schools are no good, you have no jobs. Hold on, I'm a product of HBCU, and I'm a product of black school systems and black teachers. Don't you ever tell me that my black schools are... Hold on, I ain't done. Wait he for says it. you have no jobs, so what do you have to lose from electing me? In 2017, Trump said 15,000 recent immigrants from Haiti all have AIDS, and 40,000 Nigerians once seeing the United States would, ne- would want to go back to their huts in Africa. He spent years suggesting that the nation's first black president was not a citizen of these United States. He called Puerto Ricans, whose criticism his administration's response to Hurricane Maria. He called them politically motivated ingrates. Hold on, but he called those who marched beside white supremacists in Charlottesville, Virginia, he called them very fine people. He hired Steve Bannon, a white nationalist, as his chief strategist. He called Haiti and other African nations S-hole countries, and he's taking credit for an economy that has not been built on his administration, but was built on the backs of eight years of hard work under the Obama administration. Negroes, please, don't you come up in here talking about this is the most pro-black president that you have ever seen when the record suggests that he cares nothing about people of color. Uh, And I would have emphasized nothing twice. Please believe. Nothing. 
nothing. Do you hear me? Nothing, nothing. about you. Nothing. 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 Uh, he laid it down. Whew. He right? laid it. I was like, this cent? is this is my you story. Every fifty yeah. ice cube, any Candace Owens, call you just all you Cubans, all you Cubans in Florida that voted for him. Right. He don't uh, care nothing about people thing. of color. Immigration works both ways, baby. So if you want Cubans coming on their little rafts, we need to immig- or we need to have regulations on that. You yeah. just don't get to put your foot on soil yeah. and boom, yeah. automatic. Yeah, maybe you know, we have, maybe, maybe we ought to put you in a maybe cage. Maybe we say No, I don't believe that, but <laughs> you, you, no, but I'm just but of course not. But yeah, but that's the but way that's that the these thing. people exactly. think. Exactly. Yeah. Immigration doesn't only work for certain people. One border, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and and typically it's Muslims. It's Mm -hmm. eventually Cubans. They will come when when they when it's no longer serving their need. They will come for you. They will come for you. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. I I I I, that I had to. I I was like, that's my story. That's my first story right there. Because that is that is it. And that's the thing is like. I don't I don't anticipate changing anybody's mind. But to me that don't don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. Right. You know? Right. Like don't because yeah. you can't tell me that you support Donald Trump Trump for certain reasons and that you don't <laughs> support big Donald, Trump. Like Donald, Donald Trump. Um <laughs> um I heard this uh, TikToker call him uh Rumple Thinskin. Trumple no, Trumple Thinskin. Trumple Thinskin because he really That's can't cute. take shit. So, right. um so yeah, to to me it's like you can't tell me that you don't support racism when you vote for Donald Trump because he just outlined multiple ways in which this man is racist. And his cronies are racist, right. and you still support it. So don't right. come at me and, and tell and me, oh, it's not about you that. Right. You are complicit in racism. Right. And what they say is, I don't support what he's saying. I don't agree with what he's saying, you know, but he is doing, you know, I don't know, whatever they say. I, yeah, he, I mean, so whatever doing. bullshit excuse. And my thing is then, if you don't, then find a candidate that supports the things that you support, but isn't right. fucking racist. Right. Right. Like then yeah. do then do He's your due diligence do th- within your fucking party and right. say, guess what? This is not what this party is about. We're we're not going to be known as the racist party because right now you are known as the racist fucking party. Oh yeah, yeah, and you're known as the the party of hate. Yeah. Of like the, hate and intolerance matter. whether and you hate people of color whether you hate lgbtq people, whether you hate lgbtq mm-hmm. whether you hate the fact that you that people want uh affordable health care yeah. whether you hate the fact that people want to wear masks right. and keep themselves yeah. safe and you know all of these things that you hate mm-hmm. you don't want to use politically correct words yeah. You hate that. Why do I got to? You right. want to say Merry Christmas. You know, yep. all of these things that you want, but you ain't thinking about well, what does my neighbor want? Right. Exactly. You know, what is my exactly, you know, other neighbor want? Yeah. Like we, we live in this community. We are uh social 
beings, we cannot live out on our own. We have to be in packs. Mm -hmm. We are pack animals, mm -hmm. so, which means that we have to find common ground. We have to find ways to be inclusive and be okay with our differences. There's nothing wrong with being different. Yeah. And this administration has just made it to where people are like, oh, yeah, there's something wrong with being exactly. different. Exactly. And if exactly. you're different, the mob is going to kill you. And to me, like, that's the that's the the other thing with the election is the sense of this moment and feeling of not feeling fearful for for myself, for people I love and care about because of where this administration was taking our country. Yeah. Right. Like if you if you don't understand the relief historically marginalized communities felt by the results of this election, then you don't understand what's really happening. Right. Like you have people literally pleading for the, I mean, it just feel like we collectively pleading for our lives. Yeah. And for you to care about our lives and you yeah. can't do that. Like that's what to me, it just blows my mind. Like when I see people and I still got some of them, they still, they still hanging out on my Facebook. Lord knows. I don't know why, but there's, <laughs> there, there's still a couple of them. Maybe there's hope. Maybe they're like, well, let me, let me, the, you know. But when they post shit like pray for this man, meaning Trump, because mm. he's, he's, he's experiencing evil that no one should ever know. Oh, jeez. And I'm like, I'm oh. just scratching my head and I'm like, who what, okay, are what you evil people? are they saying he's experiencing? That exactly what's happening is that they stole the vote that um you know socialism is trying you know who knows which one like name one of the fucking bullshit evils that they claim that are coming to take them down they stole the vote they didn't give one rat's rear end about <laughs> russia's involvement right? in 2016 right? now you give a rip yeah. Now it's of concern to you? Yeah. That's what I told people are like, this dude had four years. He had four years to ensure that there was not going to be any gerrymandering, that there wasn't going to be any foreign interference, that this could be a, a, a safe uh, election. Mm -hmm. He did none of those things. Yeah. None. Yeah. To the point that he even was trying to suppress votes. Yeah. Through the yeah. United States Postal Service, mm -hmm. taking out boxes, in, you know, uh, governors p pulling out different polling places. Yeah, I mean, the, the so governor of Texas, one drop box, absentee drop box in Harris County, which is the most populated county in all of Texas. So this should tell you of everybody coming out to vote People were enraged already that mm -hmm. the fact that we won, like, that's why I told you, I said, I somehow think that there was some type of something that this was not a blue wave. Because to me, it felt like people around were just, and it could be because I'm in this blue area. Right. Like, obviously, when you're in the blue area, more people right. agree with you. But to see nationwide people dancing in the streets people mm -hmm. taking it to the streets again <laughs> you know I, I i can't be making that up like i didn't go out into the streets to celebrate i was like woohoo in my own house i know but people were out on the streets 
in different countries, people I were know. out I in know. the streets. I know. So to me, it's like, mm, you know, we weren't the only ones seeing how idiotic and dangerous this man was for this right. country. Right. So to me, it confirmed that what I was seeing and experiencing was true for other people around the world. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know either way, but it would be interesting if, because here's the thing is it, so if his side, if they want to probe, right, well then that's means you're going to find, you might find shit that you don't want to see. Right. right. Um, and what, and so far, nothing like there's no valid uh, fraud that has None. been no evidence of fraud. Uh, of the 12 uh, lawsuits he has, zero right. have come up with any. Right. And uh, you have volition. you have lawyers now saying you all better think about representing this dude because your license is on the line. So right. now you have at least some smart lawyers not. Rudy Giuliani not being one of them. Um, And, you know, you have you have people who I I mean, I still think it's disgusting that there are Republicans either not saying anything or supporting him because I I just want to know, like, what what shit, what dossier P tapes does he have on them that they're. So continuing to support these shenanigans. Oh, I think he's got something on uh, Graham. I think he has something on McConnell. He has to. Because I'm like, McConnell don't care whether he's already in. He don't care whether he's got his base for it. He might not even live past this epidemic, you know. Yeah. So I think what's going on is for these other folks like uh, Marco Rubio, little Rubio, uh, you know, as Trump likes to say, yeah. he's just coming out because he wants uh, he wants to run for 2024. And yeah. he thinks with uh, Trump's base that, you know, that'll propel him, you know, somewhere. But I'm like, yeah, no, that ain't going to propel you. People have spoken. The majority of people have spoken. Yeah. If if the majority was about Trump then he would be sitting in the Oval Office another four more years. Exactly. But democracy has spoken, and it's not it's not you, Trump. And, You're and I mean, which leads to, speaking of work needing to be, to be done, like we were saying earlier, is we need to get rid of the fucking Electoral College. Like, that is, like, an antiquated I system I read something like that our- we need to get rid of it. Across the board. Uh, was it uh, Senator? It wasn't Merkley. Is it Merkley? Our Senator Merkley? Probably no. Merkley. Yeah, he's pretty vocal he puts, about it. He tweeted something out saying that he put out a bill to start getting rid of Good. the electoral college. Good, because that's the pro. That that is also a problem on on both sides, right? Like you know, I mean, if we're going to be a government, a country for the people, by the people, which is alleged in the mm-hmm. you know constitution. Um, we should be the ones that divide to decide who gets voted in president. Right. And that should be based on popular well, and I'm vote. Like, why so many layers? Like what's, yeah. what was the reason for, you know, people casting their votes and then they're casting for electoral votes. And then these elect electorates then come in and then they cast votes. I mean, it's like everybody's casting votes when I'm the one casting the vote. Right. I'm the one paying my yeah. taxes. I want to make sure my voice is heard, exactly. not through one electoral 
or 11 electoral, you know. And that's, to me, that's the, um, that's the shenanigans I'm worried about. I'm not worried about the, the legal, uh, the legal charges or the legal allegations of, of voter fraud. I'm worried about the shenanigans of fucking with the electoral college votes. So like states Mm -hmm. who, who voted blue could, it could, there could be an infiltration into their electoral college and they could say, well, we're going to vote for Trump even though the state right. itself was And blue. then that's what I was hearing was Trump was going to be going around pressuring the uh, electoral folks yeah. who are about to go, you know. Right. And I'm like, well, if, if these folks are, you know, full of manias, that they have some type of, you know, video tape on them, who knows? That's what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that he, he doesn't play fair in the no. sense. And so... Um, yeah. It's... And Giuliani's probably, you know, collecting all kinds of stuff on right. people. Yeah. They got, you they know? got people finding dirt on people and that's. I'm just saying, yeah. I, yeah, with this dude, you just never know. Yeah. Yeah. Cause just he's desperate. Never know. It's his freedom. Cause somebody was talking about, oh, well he's thinking about running, uh, again in 2024. Yeah. I heard that today too. If he's too. out of prison by then. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know? <laughs> And I think that by that time, I'm hoping that they put some kind of law that says, hey, if you are a convicted felon, you cannot run for, you know, certain offices. Oh, God. I mean, isn't that what they do in the criminal justice field? Well, yeah. If you have a certain, yeah. you can't pass security. Yeah. So what would make you a security risk if you get, like, yeah, that especially, especially if, if you, you're a criminal yeah. and you get all the security information. Yep, exactly. And yet- a low-level person coming in can't get a job within the criminal justice <laughs> right. system because there's yeah. security, security issues. Security risk. <laughs> but the big boss, big criminal. Yeah, yeah, it's okay, though. It's okay. That don't make no sense. Because he's white. It's okay. Yeah, it's white. There you go. <laughs> exactly. All right, you want to take a break, and then we'll uh, yeah. come back to the some more stories? All right, yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> so uh, the week before her death, and later tested positive for the virus, but she never received the results because of a clerical error. A few days before her death, Bethany Nisbet, who had asthma, was taken to the emergency room due to a drop in her oxygen saturation level. An emergency room doctor determined that Bethany very likely had COVID, but it was out, it but was not a severe case. So here you got this girl. She's <sighs> not like dying and you know breathing like that it's not you know the doctors are saying hey it's not a very um severe case and she seemed to be recovering he said in his tweet adding that his sister returned to her single dorm to quarantine on august 28th she told her family that she had been fever free for 24 hours and her oxygen levels were normalizing she was encouraged Two days later, she was found dead in her room. Mm. Stephen mm. Nesbitt said the family is heartbroken about the death, but wanted to encourage people to take the proper safety precautions. There is an empty seat at our table the next time our family comes together and every time after that. This loss is forever. We plead with you to take this virus seriously. We pray for your health and safety in this holiday season. Her father... Stephen Nisbet remembered her as a selfless and loving friend and a constant encouragement 
to all those around her. I mean, and it goes on and on a little bit more about her, but I'm like, it, you know, it's one of those things where you just don't know. You well, don't and that's, know. that's what I was thinking is that the, the, the damage that it can do to your body, even though you may recover from the COVID clearly in her, it caused some sort of blood, blood clot that right. they didn't realize. Cause like, yeah, she's like, Oh, I'm fever free. I'm feeling better. It's come coming around, but all your normal symptoms. Yeah. So that's the thing for me. Like people need to understand is that she probably like, yes, it was COVID related. Like she probably wouldn't have had the embolism if she didn't have the COVID. So you you can recover from the COVID and still die because of the, sh- the shit that it does to your body. Because of the side effects of it. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing is like, you know, people just don't recognize one that it's not just a fever and chills and a bad, fl- uh, yeah. a bad There's case other of other things flus. happening to your body. Exactly. Yeah. And those things seem to be, wide varying mm-hmm. amongst people. Right. So it's not one consistent thing. Right. And not everybody's going to die from a lung, a blood clot in their lungs, but they might die from a blood clot in their leg or right. in their neck, you know, whatever right. it is. Yeah. So, you know, for people out there that are like, Oh yeah, it's not that bad. I don't know if it's bad. I mean, I don't want to take but the chance. I'm take it serious. <laughs> like I don't know how my own body's gonna. Right. You know. I don't want to take the chance Me of finding neither. out that it's yeah. not that bad. Right. Like I and this twenty-year-old girl probably thought, "Oh, I'm going to Thanksgiving." I mean, I'm right. making the the decision not to go to spend Christmas with my family or my uh, or Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I keep telling my family. I want more Thanksgivings and more Christmases with you. Right. I don't just want it's this one. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. It can go down it. the tubes. Yeah. That's how I'm looking at it. 2020 down the tubes. I don't care. We miss one Thanksgiving. Not a problem. Right. As long as we are all safe and that we're waiting around, hopefully for this vaccine. Exactly. That's supposed to be coming and to increase our chances. Right. And, and why, why should we put any, other strain or risk on the healthcare system as it is like um it's just not it's not worth it like uh um my friend who lives in douglas county was telling me um that their cases they went from some like i can't remember like 25 like like to 25 a day like they have over 500 cases of people, which, I mean, that's a big deal. Like you, you think that's a small County and, and that amount of cases within that tiny County, the, the hospital doesn't have the infrastructure to house, yeah. you know, multiple ICU patients who end up with COVID. And that, yeah. a, that County is one of the, one of the, has the highest aged aging aged folks in their County. Yeah. And if you look at the statistics on a daily basis, who is dying? Every t- every time I get that Oregon Health Authority email every day that tells the number of cases, number of deaths, the majority of people dying are in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. And wow. that, to me, when you're out there doing shenanigans, not taking precautions, you are sending the message that people 60 and older don't matter in your head. Right. Like, they're expendable. Right. It's well, okay. Yeah. 
if black lives don't because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna die because I'm I'm you know I'm thirty something or I'm forty something or whatever you know like I'll be fine. Yeah, but what you're saying is that all lives elder elder lives don't matter. Yeah, that's so. Where are where are you all lives? Where are you all lives, people? Right, you know they're the ones not wearing the damn mask. Exactly, exactly. All lives matter. Give me a break. Get the fuck out of Propaganda. here. Propaganda. Yeah. Well, All that's right. terrible. That's sad. Um, and I mean, imagine she probably, it was probably like a stroke situation that she just died in the night, you know? Oh, and, yeah. Um, hopefully I, that that's, I, it hopefully was it, you know? It, she just, it burst and yeah. de- she died, you know, and there was no suffering with it. Um, no. Hopefully. Mine is a local um, story, Fox 12. Um, Forest Grove police officer charged with criminal mischief for off-duty incident damage to a stranger's home. What? A Forest Grove police officer is facing charges of second-degree criminal mischief and dis- disorderly conduct after investigators said he damaged the family's Halloween, a family's Halloween decorations early Halloween morning. The victim told Fox 12 that Stephen Teets terrorize them teats get out the teats um he got teats how many teats he got (laughs) uh terrorize them hold on hold on before you move forward this is probably a political uh, is it a political halloween decoration it didn't say what the halloween director decorations was okay but the 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 victim says that stephen teats terrorized them in the middle of the night Mariella Castaneda um, I'm guessing Latinx um, had no idea why the man was targeting her home but believes it had to do with a Black Lives Matter flag on the garage Forest Grove officers responded to the 1600 block of 23rd Avenue just before 1am on August 31st investigators said officers realized the suspect was an off-duty Forest Grove police officer and subsequently contacted Washington County Sheriff to conduct the investigation deputies determined there was no probable cause to arrest Stephen Teets 43 the sheriff office said Teets had damaged decorations and or no determined there was probable cause um, had damaged decorations and a decorative lighting at the home, but stated no BLM items were damaged during the incident. The following day, what does that got to do with anything? Because he the damaged because property. the victim is saying that he she thinks it's because they had a BLM BLM sign up. Well, why else would they? Did they know this police no, officer? Of course not. Yeah. So the um, only link would be the BML. Exactly. That yeah. would be the only motivation. The victim told Fox that her family woke up in the middle of the night to their truck alarm going off, and they then saw a man hitting their BLM BLM flag. Um, Then family members confronted him from the front door, and they said he ran at them, so they shut the door and locked it and called 911. The family said Teets was then started kicking their door and tried opening it and and while yelling at them. Uh, They said he then destroyed their Halloween decorations and patio lights and ran away. Castaneda said their family did not receive any timely follow-up information on the case, including whether the suspect was uh, had been caught. Uh, The frustration of not being able to get information, knowing this guy knows exactly where I live. She said, I wasn't allowing the children to go anywhere. I had a guy, uh, I had to, had to go out and buy cameras for the door. My husband's talking about going and getting weapons. Teet's attorney released a statement. Stevens, uh, here we go. Here we go. Stevens is a 10-year Army veteran. 
Um, wait. PTSD. Is a 10-year Army veteran whose service included combat deployments in Iraq and Afghanistan. In 2009, he was honorably discharged in, for, as a staff sergeant, earned a bachelor's degree, and became a Forest Grove police officer. These are stressful times for the strongest among us. Stephen is addressing a personal issue for which he deserves support and understanding rather than condemnation. Ah! Uh, ah! Uh. Really? White tears. White how come tears. That that's what I'm about. Why? How come that doesn't work with people of color? Yeah, exactly. They're, you know, exactly. they're dealing with poverty. They're dealing with you know high crime rates in their neighborhood. Yeah, they need our support, not the condemnation. They have disproportionate uh, earnings, all sorts of things. Yeah. The victim says, I hope uh, he gets the help he needs, but he should not be a police officer. He needs to he needs help and he needs to find another job. I do not feel safe. And I know that there are many others in this community who do not feel safe. And that there is. Oh, yeah. Also you should the point. not. You have not proven yourself not be to be trustworthy or um, stable enough now, to be carrying a gun around. Say, hey, he's an alcoholic. Yeah, he's an alcoholic. He was under the influence. He's in a blackout. I could see if you use that business, and then I could say, okay, you're in a blackout. Go get your treatment. But if you're not even saying that, I mean, if you're if you're just saying he it was sane, personal and he just issues, went personal off of Black issues. Lives Matter. I mean, I couldn't imagine what he would do if he saw a black man then. Right. If you and what has he done? What right? has he done while yeah. on duty? If you black got people, triggered with the Black color. Lives Matter flag, mm -hmm. what are you going to do when you see a black man? And to me, I do believe, I, I, I just am throwing this out there. There's nothing in the article, but I believe the alcohol probably was involved in this incident. I believe this dude was probably drunk and walking down the street and looked over and said, fucking Black Lives Matter, fuck those fuckers, and probably some other expletives. And, That's what I was thinking. And I was thinking they'd come probably out and went say over in there and was alcohol. like hitting the flag like fuck <laughs> you. And then when confront like so I believe I believe something or if if not like Jesus. That's what I If thinking. you're just if you're just rage if you're just, if you're just raging by seeing a black lives matter sign, you shouldn't be anywhere near a gun. No. You know, like absolutely not. That's why I'm saying I'm like, we need more info. Yeah, we need to know was this dude on something right. or is this his normal? And, self? and was he on something and they didn't arrest him because they gave him time to sober up. Right. right. Like what kind and of so now inside they want this to be a little misdemeanor? Right. This is just disorderly conduct. This is, no, you know, you, you trying to bust into somebody's house. You lucky they that, didn't shoot that feels that feels threatening. That feels That's very threatening. Yeah. Like, when, I mean, I, I remember when we were living um, somewhere we had, had um, in the middle, it was in the middle of the night, some older, like older lady, like maybe in her late 70s, early 80s, middle of the night, came to the back of our part. It was like a duplex the back door and was banging on the door that had glass on it. Ugh. And she was telling us to get out of her home. I knew she was, you know, obviously dementia right. or something. Yeah. yeah. But I had my son in the house. He was little at the time. And I was just like, OMG, like it's obviously if this lady was to do something, 
she didn't wouldn't have had a chance but it's still the the, the fear somebody yeah at your, yeah somebody at your door potentially could break your window mm-hmm. and then you have to go into fight right. flight and freeze right you know and I'm just like, and after the fact you know the fact that this guy is a police officer most off-duty police officers carry even when they're off duty so yeah. did he have a weapon on him as well Ooh. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, I just, again, we talked about this before. I just don't trust anything anymore that is going to be investigated with, in, with proper, with law enforcement. you know, yeah. because yeah. they realize it's one of their own. So they're like, oh shit, it's Steven. Oh, we got to call the, we, we need to call the sheriff out. Well, so you yeah. also call the sheriff out and you, then you walk over and you're like, Hey, uh, this is Steven over here. You know, he's a little drunk right now, but we don't want to write him up for drunk, like disorderly, like, you know, here's what we, here's what we kind of think happened. I think you could write it, you know, like, yeah, you know, they didn't just, you know, they didn't just call Washington County Sheriff up and be like, all right, it's yours. Peace out. Right. You know, right. they grease the wheel and they, try they to soften the story. How do we keep Steven out of jail? And how do we keep the victims from creating right. waves? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like Ugh. the victim said, she didn't hear any follow-up. So they had right. to get the fucking story straight. Well, and the thing, not only that, but if there is no follow-up, uh, you just assume the case is going to move forward. Right. Like, I had a intern that I was working with, and she was, you know, she had some dude come into her house. Ugh, into her house through the garage, right? They call the police. Uh, police come out. She tells him what took place, uh, and then she doesn't hear anything from the police. And then, you know, she's talking to me about it, and I'm like, well, why don't you just call the DA, see if they got the police report? And so she calls up the DA. They tell her, oh, yeah, well, we didn't pursue charges because so, no something, s- something. And I and when she told me, and I was like, what? Uh, you told me, uh, you know, I, I reiterated what she told me. I said, is that what happened? She goes, yes, but that's not what the police report said. I said, then you need to call the officer what? and tell him he needs to come back and take the true uh, report. If they don't, that you will call the news media and let them know what happened. That's and sure enough, up. he comes out, he, you know, all begrudgingly yep. coming out and got, you know, got the exact uh, story of what took place. And then went to the DA and then the, my intern, I said, and talk to the DA and push those charges. Because if you ain't pushing, if victims aren't saying anything, mm-hmm. DAs are free to say, yeah, we will do yep. it. Nah, we're not. Yep. But if you have victims saying, oh, hell no. Yeah. What are you all going to do? Right. Then they feel more pressure to do something. Right. Yeah. Than just say then just drop it. Yeah. And like this victim said, they didn't even, they didn't, they, they, they didn't know. So their fear because like, is this person still on the loose? Should they, like and they're they saying, like, didn't even know he was a police officer. Exactly. Right. It wasn't until after the fact that they find that out. So they're sitting there thinking some fucking lunatic dude is running around just trying to get into people's houses and tear down black lives right. matter signs. And you then know, now it's even more scarier. A right. dude with qualified immunity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's even more scary. Yeah. And as I mean again, I I am I'm, I'm making an assumption that they're Latin, Latin Latina based on their name. 
so you add that level of fear that already exists because yep. that shit's real. People get attacked just for being brown or black in, in, in yep. the world. And so the fear and to know, like, I, I don't know if I should let my kids leave the house. Should I leave the house? Should I get, you know, like that's, it goes back to my other point of the fear that marginalized communities have been feeling for the last four years is real. Well, and I'd go back to even longer than well, yeah. the last yeah. four. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but I mean. It's intensified. Yes, there's it been an acceptance. Is, there's been acceptance of right. the brutality and the racism. And, and and we're all on edge. Yeah. We're waiting for that one experience yeah. that we get because it's that many degrees right. closer to when us. When we're driving around and there's a big fucking truck driving by us, we're holding our breath a little bit and oh, hoping it just passes by. Exactly. And doesn't decide to be fucking right. racist that day. Right. And yeah. not not create a scandal by putting a Biden Harris right. exactly. on our you know, on our cars. Yeah. Like, like that's how bad it was. I remember I put an Obama one. I, I, I had Obama all over my car, man. But this year I I'm didn't. like I, that's why I said I'm the secret Biden. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> you know? I will say also my choice of that is because I mean Again, I was going to vote for him no matter what, but I was also like, well, it's not really the one I wanted to get nominated, so I'm not uh -huh. really going to give him, you know, like I would rather, I'd rather, rather give money to a local election or to a local candidate that I was yeah. really invested in than pay whatever to get a damn bumper sticker, you know, so. But with, yeah. but with Obama, man, I was all in on that. I was like, give me that bumper sticker. Give me that sticker. Give me that shirt. Yeah. Give me that hat. You know, I, w yeah. I was all in on this one, too, because I'm like, we finally got a female vice president of the United States That's of true. America. That's true. It took this long. It took this long. Like, come on. 2020. It's all a bunch of white men. Wait, 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 wait. And then, bing. Yep. One little female, female brown face in the yep. sea of white. Yep. Ugh, that's, so, I mean, to me, like, but like even full. seeing that, like, don't want, the fact that people aren't like, when you see the visual of that, like the fact uh -huh. that we're just like not like is like this is not representative of our whole country. No, like, <laughs> and nor was it made a much more spectacular deal, you know, like Obama's, which it should have been because, but the crap stain, oh yeah, the orange crap stain in the White House wants right the now attention. As yeah, and it's yeah, like because he's a child. The right, like you have to. To make it about your stupidity and yeah. losing as opposed to the America celebrating the very first woman yeah. who is now VP and exactly. a woman of color at yeah. that. And here's like, the thing, too, is this whole this whole fucking legal battle and all that shit is the other thing that, that is irritating is that his fucking supporters like, I mean, I I don't want to make it about intelligence, but damn, you some ignorant fools. If you yeah. think that the money that you're spending to support his supposed legal defense fund is going towards that, yeah. you, let let me yeah. let me sell you something. And and right. that's the thing is that it's all going into super PACs and the thing about super PACs, they can choose to do what they want with that money. Right? right. So not only super PACs, but his little coffers. To pay that's what I'm bills. saying. That's what the super yeah. PAC. That's where the money is going. The super PAC. In fact, I, I had an article. So I'll just I'll just quickly tell say a little bit about it. So the donations 
anything under eight thousand dollars gets gets given to the RNC and to um some other uh fucking basically like to pay his Trump's his campaign right. debts. Yeah. And, and to pay his travel and to pay his hotel. And exactly. Yeah. So and and this is a problem on either side. Like I'm I'm saying super PACs to me, they're they're a bad thing and, and if you don't know about them, you should watch something, listen to something, learn about them because they are a problem on, in, in politics in general because what ends yeah. up happening is that it just becomes about how much money can you raise for elections in other states and da 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 da. So, so watch your propaganda. Yeah. Um, so, but to think that they, like he's playing them for a fool. It's just like Banyan and his little crony who made that fucking build the wall thing and they took the money he's doing the same thing he is delaying this to build his next brand because he is a brand and he has to survive on his brand so Mm -hmm. i saw a blurb uh before we started uh, about um the the talk of creating this new trump tv network so Uh, he's he's making where's he gonna get the money for that from this donations from this donations name one Trump uh, business that has flourished. That's and that's the that's that's the thing, and that's to me is the bananas thing of it all is that you like these. The, so then you know the people would people were saying in this article they were like, well, as long as the 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 money is going to some the causes that I believe in, then I think it's okay. Yeah. It's like, but it's not. It's going to pay for hotels. It's going to pay for his lavish li- lifestyle. He's it's going to pay for his golf trips. It isn't yeah. paying for the things that you want. And, and and you know, Dave Chappelle says it all. Dave Chappelle says. He ain't there to uh, fight for you, poor folks. Right. Exactly. He's there fighting for me. Yeah. Exactly. Because you know? he knows he's there fighting for wealthy people. Right. That's it. Yeah. He ain't there fighting and, for you, and, fools, and his but own he ain't lifestyle. He's gonna turn your money away. Right. Exactly. He's gonna use you, suck you dry, and then peace out. And you're going to be like, what about the defense fund? How come we're not doing all these legal challenges? I don't understand. Yeah. How come you're walking out the the White House? Well, you gave up. How come did you give up? Yeah. 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 Melania should be the example of Trump using somebody to right. Exactly. Take a look at Melania. Now, that woman, I'm telling you, too. And I think I said it back then. She's a scammer of all scammers as well. Well, she knew what she was doing. Come on well, now. She did. She all knew what she was look doing. Like she don't know what she's doing. She's going to she's going to walk away from this with a nice chunk of change in her hands. Both her parents being able to live here legally. She's going to be able to live here legally. Like she got what she wanted. She's in the she's in the business of Trump too. So And yet, what do they bring to uh, the economy, what are they doing for nothing? They care they about bringing? themselves, yeah. What are they bringing nothing. other than taking up space? Yeah, oh, oh. well, frustrating. That's another episode, y'all. Yeah, um, as we move into this new shenanigans, Hopefully we'll get back to 
a sense of, and we can't go back to normal. I don't want normal. Yeah, I, I, I'm when people see, I'm getting tired of people saying we got to. No, we don't yeah. want normal. Normal wasn't no. working. No, forward. But We're we going can, to move forward. But we can breathe that we don't right. have every single freaking day mm-hmm. with a fool saying foolish, ridiculous things. I was saying. I was saying I was I will be glad when governing doesn't happen via Twitter. Right. Because you got this fucker tweeting stuff about like, oh, I'm firing this one. I'm suspending this rule. I'm doing this. And then you're like, what the fuck's happening? And, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exhausting. Yeah. Exhausting. Yeah. And I'm hoping that, you know, I'm going to take Joe on what he said, because Joe, I believe, was the one that said. You know, I'm not going to be those every day, something every single day. You're not going to have to keep looking to see what I'm doing exactly. as far as like, you know, am I acting a fool? Yeah. Um, He's not so going to govern we, via Twitter. Yeah. I'm you know? hoping that we can breathe in that sense. He's like, going to govern in, in more than 140 characters or whatever a Twitter <laughs> thing. Like We finally have an adult <laughs> driving the bus. Yeah. Like, God, <laughs> just someone that can make complete sentences and listen and and somebody that actually says something yeah like not despite the incomplete sentence there was nothing but jibber jabber <laughs> that was all he was doing jibber yeah. jabbering away and you're like pontificating that fool didn't even say nothing <laughs> well it's just bigly said, it's just the best right. it's it's the very the most best ever right like i'll do it i'll do it better than anybody's ever done it's just it's spectacular out in two weeks it's just spectacular what we've done so far yeah. look at what we've done it's been spectacular I've got the experts around yeah i've, I've yeah. read that i've read the things i've talked to the people it's spectacular don't you think and it's spectacular tons of people tons of people <laughs> everyone yeah. agrees okay. yeah <laughs> but never Ugh. saying anything he's like never, i mean he's classic yeah. narcissist right never yeah. answers the question uh avoids the topic and only says what what he wants to hear, like yeah, you know, um, yeah. So yeah, the, the moving forward, not going yeah. back to normal, but moving forward, moving, moving forward. A one hurdle, one He's out of there. Yeah, that's the biggest hurdle. It's just like, going to be a long month. I'm and feeling, a- you know, because when we were here last time, I was still nervous. The day before, I was said I was like so depressed. The, you know, election day, I was like depressed, but I'm feeling uh, my hope in humanity, right? you know, in the U S of a, yeah. like I was talking to, uh, Kenny and I was, we were talking about, yeah, now we feel comfortable getting an American flag. Like it no longer means <laughs> I've heard that, that a lot. Fool. Yeah. You know, it no longer yeah. means that fool. Yeah. I've like, heard that a lot. Finally, take it, take it back. I could say i am proud of this flag right yeah we can take it back yeah yeah i'm not gonna go that far myself but i i understand the sentiment i understand the sentiment yeah um yeah so moving forward we're moving forward the next uh 60 plus days are gonna be difficult and they're gonna be annoying and my advice is just avoid it as much as possible you know listen and watch what biden's doing what moves he's making who's he's gonna appoint Listen to Fauci. Don't even give your time and energy to this buffoonery, these shenanigans that are happening. And and January twentieth, put we'll, a damn mask on people. Right, wash your hands, stay home, stay safe, lock it down for the next mm-hmm. you know couple months, 
And um, January 20th will be a, a wonderful day in all of our um, oh, yeah. worlds. For yeah. show. All right, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell an enemy. And until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?